0: Thank you. Thank you for your mercy.
1: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Thank you, Jesus. Thank you give me breath that I can praise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you worship you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. I you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Amen. 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 Did you feel that? Did you feel the Holy Spirit? Yes. Amen. Amen. It's always uh, wonderful to praise our God. So tonight we welcome everyone. We welcome our viewers. And uh, we welcome the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You believe that? The Holy Spirit is here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We are gathered in his name. He is here. So we better be expecting. We better be expecting of his move, of what he's going to do for us, what he has in store for us. For he is a great God. He is a great God. Amen. So Father, we thank you for another night, another Wednesday, that we come into your presence. We believe in your power, O Holy Spirit, to change us through your word. Wrap your loving arms. And I ask, oh Father God, help us open our hearts to you and our our ears. Help us see the mighty move of God in our midst. For we believe, Father, we believe in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Yeah. So uh Last Sunday I asked my husband, how can we truly love? How can we truly love? I didn't even know that w- w- the words he is opening that Sunday is love. <laughs> it's about love. And he is using the same Bible verse. That I have prepared <laughs> for tonight. How is that? How is that? <laughs> he said he said I'm copying. <laughs> yeah. Well, last Sunday I heard I heard uh, Sister Chris uh, talk about rebuilding this temple while they are worshiping, and then I heard pastor speak those words, rebuilding this temple. What is that to you? What is that to you? Well, I can only say, I can only say it is the Holy Spirit. Because if you knew, we all have the same spirit. Yes? Yes. We all have the same spirit. Mm -hmm. So those ideas that we are speaking, you know, it's it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. It is the Holy Spirit that lives in us. So, My husband did not really answer, give me an answer on that question. (laughs) How can we truly love? How can? You know what I've been asking, I've been asking that. If you are asked that question, what is your answer? <laughs> <laughs> alright yeah the, the floor is open come on give, give me your answer how can we truly love God Learn. Learn. prayer mm-hmm. attending church some of us will answer that being good to others mm-hmm. involving in missions right. worship Worship. Following Christ's teachings. Say that again. Following Christ's teachings. Following Christ's teachings. Following Christ, obeying his commands. Yes. Obeying his commands. Correct? Yes. Right. So we have all these answers, you know, when we when, when we are asked, how can we truly love God? Yeah. Love him like a child. Okay. Love, without love him we are not to love. his love, we are not able to love. Oh, okay. If we if we love him, then we are able to love others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He first loved us. That's why we can love. Mm-hmm. But remember, remember this. We have a command, and that is the greatest. The greatest commandment, right? The greatest commandment. A teacher a teacher of the law in Jesus' time asked him, what is the greatest commandment? And you know the answer. You know the answer, right? Jesus gave two. Love the Lord your God, and it's found in Mark 12. Mark 12, verse 30 and 31. And we can quote that, we know that verse. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. And the next one is, love your neighbor As 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 yourself. So while all of our answers are correct, loving God through praying, worshiping, attending church every Sunday, going going to Bible study, you know. But we have a command here. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. And you know what? If this is the greatest command, I am thinking won't we be burning eyebrows, putting all effort, time, to be learning how to really love God as how he instructed us, right? So in here, we are talking uh, uh, so significant, so important, command, and it is only the Holy Spirit. We can only grasp the true meaning of this thing through the light of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit. So when it comes to loving God, some of us are clueless, right? But the Bible is clear in its instruction, with all your heart, Mind, soul, and his strength. So many people are 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 trying all they can to be great. Right? Thousands of thousands of books, you, you know, to help being great. Yes. How 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 to be the top? How to be successful? and 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 all these things but some are attending seminars finding the true meaning of life but the number one priority in God's kingdom has nothing to do with greatness has nothing to do with having this Abilities, the talents, riches—well, you know, if you read, if you read the book of Ecclesiastes, right? When the famous king of Israel, Solomon, wrote, "Everything is meaningless. Everything is meaningless. The vanity of vanity." So he he mentioned everything there. His fame, his, his his wisdom, everything, his riches, everything is meaningless, right? So we can see, we can see that the whole secret to living great is loving God. It is loving God. So Jesus defines it as we have read in our text. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So let's let's define it. Oh, we all know what is love, right? But the Bible is teaching us four kinds of love. We have the Phileo, which is a friendly kind of love. We have eros, the romantic kind of love. We have storage, which is a love for family. And we have agape, which is unconditional love. So you remember when Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? And he said, yes, Lord, I love you. But then Jesus asked him again. The second time. And the third time. And the third time. Jesus asked him again. Peter, do you love me? Why did Jesus do that? Because Peter is answering the Phileo kind of love. It's it's a friendly kind of love. And Jesus is wanting him to say, you know, yes, Lord, I agape love you. I agape love you, which is I unconditionally love you. And this is the kind of love God has for us. Agape, agape love. Have you come to that realization that God truly loves you? the the agape kind of love? I do, because I know Jesus came while I am yet a sinner he gave his life he gave his life to atone for all of my sins unconditionally he loves me so even if i fall now and sin make mistake he still loves me it's a kind of unconditional love he has for me so you, must, you should be sure that is the kind of love God has for you. And if you will realize that kind of love that Jesus has for you, you will all the more love him. Yeah, so even if our love is weak and fragile, if we are giving it all to him, That's enough to move his heart. So think about how utterly amazing this is. The primary thing of the mind of Him who created and uphold the galaxies wants us lovingly. The most supreme being. He has everything. But still, he wants us to love him. So we get this picture in 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. And it says, The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. This shows God is looking for people who are pursuing him and seeking to obey him. So Jesus, before he goes to the cross, he prayed that the love with with which you, Heavenly Father, love me, I'm asking that it would be in them. That's to us. So before he went to the cross, he prayed. He prayed for us. He prayed for us. And you can see that on John chapter 17. He prayed for his disciples then. He prayed for all those who believe in him and for all those who will believe in him. And that includes us. And that's his prayer, that the love of God for him will be upon us too. So what does that mean? It just means the ability to receive his love and love him back is a gift. It's one of the greatest things the Holy Spirit does for us from the moment we're born again. So you think it's you loving God it is the Holy Spirit in us, working, showing the Lord Jesus to us. And it is His love, His love that is deposited in us so that we can love Him back. So, He. He puts this inner yearning in us that says I want to love you, Lord. Have you felt that way? I did. I did. And in my prayers, Lord, I want to love you more. I want more of you, Lord. Lord. I want more of you. So Paul tells us in Romans 5.5, 5, the main ways we know we've been born again is that the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Amen. It's the love of God has been poured out to us. We have to believe that. We have to believe that. So now let's learn how to express our love in God's love language. He says, heart, mind, soul, and strength. You see, if we if we read it, it it's kind of like, oh, that's so easy. That's so easy are the four basic spheres of who we are so God wants us to love him with all we've got with all we've got so first he says heart our heart engages our emotion involves affection the inner yearning Being fully devoted to the relationship, it's eager to give him our all. You remember that armor of God, the breastplate of righteousness? It's covering our heart. It's covering our heart. That's the breastplate of righteousness. It's the armor of God that we have to wear everything to cover this heart from what from all the lies of the enemy the de- deception deception from anger so in Matthew 15:18 Jesus said the words that come out of the mouth comes from the heart and these defiles or dishonor the people so it comes from the heart so we we also remember the the words that says out of the abundance of the heart? The mouth speaks. The mouth speaks, right? So how important is this heart? Which we have a command that says to love the Lord our God with all our heart. With all our heart. So God uses David to show us how he feels about it. In Psalms 91, 14. The Lord speaking here. Because he has set his love upon me, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him. Isn't that what we want? Right? And the prerequisite is setting our love on him. We we love him. We want him to answer us when we call upon him. We want him to deliver us. Right? We want long life. Anyone anyone here that's a, la- that's a light, long life? <laughs> and youth. Uh, and youth. There, there you go. And youth. So there you go. That's the only prerequisite. Because he has set his l- oh love on me. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. There you go. You. So this is how God responds if we set our heart on him. Yes. So, you see, we have the same power like David to move the heart of God. Mm. Yes. Set our heart on him. We love him with all our heart. So, every one of us has the ability to set our affections. Some center their love on money, sad so to say. Mm-hmm. Right? On their what? Car? You mean the Maserati? <laughs> 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 right? Some set their heart, especially men on sports. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? And women on...
0: Shopping.
1: Shopping. Trying to win the lottery. <laughs> 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 yeah, right? So whatever that thing, our emotions start to grow. Yes. Right? So we will love whatever we focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jesus said that in Luke 12, 34. He says... Wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm -hmm. So our hearts are designed to go wherever we invested. We were fashioned with the power to set our hearts. And our emotions will eventually follow wherever we set them. Right? Yeah. So our hearts become cold sometimes. Right? Why do you think there is divorce? One partner will say, "I don't love you anymore. I don't feel anything." Yeah. We become cold. Right? Like, 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 for instance. That that uh, Michael Forsberg. I don't like you anymore. Mm-hmm. Me too. I need to buy another one. <laughs> I need to buy another one. So you see, our hearts become cold. So, but but we have the power to build fire on it again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We we have that power, we can invest our heart back into our relationship. And God is so faithful. I have experienced it so many times. God is so faithful when my heart becomes cold and I cannot worship. You know, you know what I am saying. Yeah. You know. And he will just draw me back. He will show his goodness. He will show his faithfulness. And that if we are aware, brothers and sisters, will draw back will draw us back to him. His goodness and his faithfulness. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And then when we see his goodness and faithfulness in our life, that's the time to build that fire again. To love him back. To love him back. Oh, believe me, I I knew some people who 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 who, who were angry before God. Their child died. They didn't get the promotion. The friend stopped, he stopped them on the back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you, you know the story. You know the story. But God is always there. Mm-hmm. We may turn our back. Yes. He is. He is always there. So love love God with all your mind. This, we say, oh, that is easy, sister. We will we we'll, we'll just think about him all the time. We think about him all the time. We spend time with him, right? We are present. We are present. So my husband and I were watching a TBN one morning and this preacher was saying, Lord, here I am, Lord, I come. And he is even kneeling, but he said, where are you? Where are you? Sometimes we have the prayer, Lord, I'm here, I come. But where are we? Our mind is running wild you know thinking of other things but god says love the lord your god with all your mind so we may be in a sunday church service physically but our mind is out there our mind is in football So we think of good things, not evil. That's how we love God, with our mind. We think of good things. So we know that we slip into wrong thinking from time to time. But then we confess. We confess. So when it comes to mind, I have to Verses that I really try to memorize. Like the Psalms say it says, you know, uh, your word I hide in my heart that I might may not sin against you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in Philippians 4, 6, 7, and 8, it says there, be anxious for nothing, I'm sure you all know this. Yeah. You know, but with prayer and supplication. Present your request to God, you know, with thanksgiving. And the peace of God that passes all understanding, you know, will be in your mind and in your heart. And in verse 8, it says, Whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, you know, whatever is 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 is, is beautiful something with excellence you know think of all these things think of all these things right but the problem with us is our mind go wild when we see when we see our brothers and sisters did something wrong our mind go in advance that they made a real be seen you know so to make it simple we can just think of these verses Philippians 4, 6, 7 and 8 and Romans 12 verse 2 be transformed by the renewing of your mind do not be conformed by the pattern of this world. So let's go, we're running out of time, so let's go to soul. Our soul is the very core of who we are. When we express ourselves, we are expressing our soul. So, uh, simply put, it is our feelings. It is our desires. So let all let all our desires be what God desires. That's how we love God with our soul. With our soul, right? So, what 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 does God desire? If our soul is is our desire, and to simply put it, you know, let us desire what God desires. So if we can do that, we have to know what what does God want? What does God desire? God desires that all must be saved according to scripture, right, that no one will perish. That no one will perish, so that should be our desire, too. And our, our desire. Right? So, hmm. I don't know why I have this in my notes, but it says, joy in triumph. I remember James chapter 1 is saying, you know, count it all joy. Count it all joy, you know, when it, it when you experience all these these trials, yes. and we all do. Mm-hmm. We all do, not just in our personal life, you know, but with our church, which we love. We have all these trials. Count it all joy. Yes. Count it all joy. Right. So. What about strength? How can we love God with all our strength? We need heart, mind, soul, and the last thing is strength. Serve him, amen, correct, yeah. So in serving him, we give our energy, helping not just people outside, serving in God's church we give we give you know by serving and and the talents and abilities that he has given us we we serve through them so what about oh this this one is is serious forgive me we serve him with our paycheck. We serve him with our paycheck, our time. You see, we love him with our strength. What about listening? What about listening? Because sometimes we just keep on babbling. We forget that you know, talking is a two, it's a two-way. It's a two-way communication. We have to listen. We have to listen. So being still in his presence, loving God in our silence, you know the benefit of that? When we are listening, where we are, when we are silent before him, we can hear him. Okay. We can hear him his direction, his direction. We can can see his direction. So loving God is letting him change and grow us from our weaknesses, from our weaknesses. So some of us, our weakness, and I admit to this, is is speaking right away before thinking. Some of us, we already have a conclusion, you know, before analyzing the situation. So we love God with our strength, with our strength. Serving Him in his sanctuary, helping those people out there. And I believe if we do this first command to love him with all our heart, our soul, our mind, and strength, it's so easy for us to do the second commandment, which is to love our neighbor as ourselves. As ourselves. So the next time, the next time you were offended by your brother or sister, you know, think about loving God with all our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. Paul, Paul says in 1 in Corinthians, he say, why not rather be wrong? So there is no dispute. And then I remember two Wednesdays before, I thought about, you know, that only by pride comes contention. Only by pride. So, I don't know about you, but what I said in the beginning, if this is the greatest commandment, we should really be putting effort on learning, on learning how to obey this first commandment. Loving God. It's one thing, it's one thing to quote the verse, it's another thing. To be doing it. Can you think? Can you think of uh, um, of this world, or or let's say not this world, because there is unbelievers there. But what about in God's people? Can you think if all of us Christians are doing this, we can win the world we can win the world yes. Right. because Jesus once said, you know, you will know them by the fruit and through loving one another, they know that we are his disciples yes. if we love one another. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, we praise You and we worship You for this night. We thank You, O Lord God, for Your Word. We thank You, Holy Spirit, for giving us the light to understand Your Word. We praise You and we worship You, for indeed You, a God, will love us. And Lord, we will forever be grateful and uh, we And so, Heavenly Father, that you direct us, remind us, help us, teach us,